Welcome to this faith-inspiring message from Living Streams UK. We hope you are blessed. What do we do in the alone moments of our lives? In the winter moments of our lives, where do we tend to and who do we speak to? Alone moments are all around us. How do we navigate our alone moments? In today's episode, we want to continue to discuss how we navigate the alone moments of our lives. In the previous episode, we looked at how the likes of Jeremiah and that of Job considered their alone moments, the actions they took, and what that meant for our own lives today. Alone moments are all around us. And how we navigate these becomes a test of our character. There are three things I want to leave with us today in how we navigate the alone moments of our lives. Number one, Romans chapter 4, verse 20 to verse 25. Here the scripture says, Yet with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully assured that what God has promised, he was also able to perform. Therefore, it was also credited to him as righteousness. Now, not for his own sake, Was it written that it was credited to him, but for our sake also, to whom it will be credited, as those who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead? He who was delivered over because of our transgressions and was raised because of our justification. This is a scripture in reference to Abraham, how that he stood firm despite evidence to the contrary. We see in his life how that he hoped upon God and waited until the release of his promise. And so what must we do in those alone moments of our lives when things seem not to be working out the way we wish it would? What should we do when there is trouble all around us? What should we do when we smell death all around us? What should we do when there is a coronavirus attacking and destroying our families. The principle here is to remain in faith. In the alone moments of our lives, ladies and gentlemen, it is important that we learn to remain in faith. To remain in faith is to trust that God who has promised his word is also able to perform it. To remain in faith means that we do not need to try to help God with our own human efforts. Of course, there is a part that we must play because there is God's sovereignty and also man's responsibility. However, what I mean by remaining in faith is to remain calm and to remain still and to know that the one who has promised it in our lives will also fulfill it. 
to remain in faith means to not allow any kind of anxiety to wrap around our minds. To remain in faith means to remain resolute in the promised word of God concerning our situation. To remain in faith means to hold on to his word no matter what evidence we see to the contrary. To remain in faith means to speak words of encouragement over our lives, not words of discouragement, not words of death, not words that do not edify. And so the Bible says, with respect to the promise of God, Abraham did not waver in unbelief, but he grew strong in faith. To remain in faith means to grow strong, to grow up strong in him, not to waver and not to allow doubts in our minds concerning the character and the nature of God. Scripture says in the book of Psalms, chapter 46 and the verse number 10, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. I love it in the NASB version where it says, Beautifully, Cease striving. So in the King James, it says, be still. In the New American Standard Bible, it says, cease striving. To be still is to cease striving. That is to cease striving from our own human efforts. Is it not interesting that we like to fix things that go wrong? We like to feel in charge we like to be the ones who are at the helm of affairs but when it comes to god it is to hand over to him and to say lord take over take over take over in my family take over in my ministry take over in my health take over in my marriage take over in my children's lives take over in my education take over in my finances take over in every aspect of my life. This is what it means to remain in faith. To be still, to cease striving from our own human efforts. The scripture says very beautifully that to cease striving, we must know that I am God, according to Psalms 46 verse 10. So, when we cease from our own human efforts, it is to refocus our attention on God, our Heavenly Father. If He created all things by the words of His power, what is it that He cannot do in your life? What is it that is above His ability to deliver? What is it that is beyond His ability to reach? May I assure you, child of God, the Lord God, who has called you, he is faithful, and he will meet you at the point of your need. Cease striving and remain in faith. The second principle in how we deal with the alone moments of our lives, I find that interesting in the book of Genesis, chapter 32 and the verse number 24. The Bible says, Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. Now that is very striking for me. Scripture says Jacob was left alone, just like you and I today. 
just like the alone moments of our lives when we are left alone in this case when jacob was left alone a man wrestled with him it references prayer it references holding on to god it references wrestling so to say with the lord until you see the release of his promise in your life when jacob was left alone a man wrestled with him until daybreak we do know later in that portion of scripture that this was an angel of the lord in the form of man and so in your alone moments what do you do may i urge you to rise up in prayer may i challenge you to travail in prayer may i challenge you to stand up before the lord your god and to hold on to his word and travail in prayer the bible says in romans chapter 15 and the verse number 30 now i urge you brethren by our lord jesus christ and by the love of the spirit to strive together with me in your prayers to god for me these were the words of apostle paul he is asking the church to travail in prayer on his behalf oh child of god will you rise in prayer you know prayer is difficult for many christians and that is because it is not an easy task it is not a one minute two minute things that we say in the mornings or before we eat a meal or to say the lord's prayer simply and then we sleep in the night prayer is rising up before the lord holding on to his word and speaking to your heavenly father staying in his presence traveling holding on to the skirt of his garment and asking him to answer you and prayer means rising up and destroying the works of darkness that are happening in your life and in your family it means we must exercise our authority in Christ Jesus which he has given unto us he has delegated that power to you and to me that in the name of Jesus every knee must bow of things in heaven and of things on the earth and things underneath the earth and that every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is lord use this delegated authority that Christ has given unto you his word says behold i give unto you power to trample upon serpents and upon scorpions and upon all the works of the enemy and then he says nothing shall by any means hurt you that is the essence of prayer when you stand your ground and do not allow yourself to be defeated by the works of darkness when you stand your ground and hold on to the promises of god and 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 hold on to his word and speak to your heavenly father you go boldly into his presence knowing that he hears you when you pray scripture says let us come boldly unto the throne room of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need that ladies and gentlemen is the essence of prayer go boldly go into his presence boldly go into his presence boldly you are his child you have every right to go before your heavenly father in prayer it is travail it is a hard kind of work and so many people 
are not able to do this. May I challenge us to come back to the prayer chamber. May I challenge us to return to the prayer chamber. May I challenge us today to not lose our place in prayer. Travail in prayer when you are left alone. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 5 and the verse number 7, who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared. How many people today will go before the Lord with strong cryings and supplications and prayers how many believers today will go before the Lord with tears unto him that is able to save them? May I challenge us today. If you are listening to this podcast, may prayer begin to boil in your spirit. May the spirit of supplication and of prayer come upon you. I pray that you will rise up to a place of prayer. I pray that your spirit will be stirred up by the Holy Ghost. That you will come to that point where you begin to walk before the throne of grace. In the power of prayer. May the power of prayer come upon you today. In the name of Jesus. Principle number three. We talked about two so far. Number one, to remain in faith in our alone moments. Number two, to travail in prayer in our alone moments. And now, number three. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself in the Lord. You know, in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30, when the Amalekites came and raided the camp of David and his men, something dramatic happened. Let's read it in the verse number 6. The Bible says, Moreover, David was greatly distressed because the people spoke of stoning him For all the people were embittered, each one because of his sons and daughters. Then the Bible says something powerful. It says, But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Can you put your own name over there? In my case, but Lebanon strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Can you put your own name there and say, But John strengthened himself in the Lord. But Peter strengthened himself. But Matthias, I mean, whatever your name is, yes, place your name there and say, But you strengthen yourself in the Lord. In this portion of scripture, we see David in distress. And so when you are distressed right now, In your alone moments, remember, remember, remember this word. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Strengthen yourself in the Lord your God. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Place your name there and actually declare this right now. But Lebi strengthened himself. In the Lord his God. Encourage yourself. Encourage yourself. There are too many things around us that seek to discourage us. 
And if you look outwardly for encouragement, we may not find it. But within, we can draw up upon this word of God and encourage ourselves. Not in ourselves, but in the Lord, our God. Because he is able to save and to deliver. Oh, what a blessing. What a blessing. Why is that so? Because the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 and the verse number 32, that he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him over for us all, how will he not also with him freely give us all things? And in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and the verse number 58, he says, Therefore, my brethren, beloved, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain, that your toil in the Lord is not in vain. May I encourage you, be steadfast. May I encourage you, continue to be unmovable. May I encourage you, continue to abound in the work of the Lord your God. Your toil is not in vain. Your suffering for the sake of Christ is not in vain. Hallelujah. In Hebrews chapter 6 and the verse number 10, oh, that beautiful scripture just comes to my mind. He says, For God is not unjust, so as to forget your work and the love with which you have shown toward his name in having ministered and in still ministering to the saints. And so, may I assure you, child of God, your toil in the Lord is not in vain. The tears that you shed, they are not in vain. The pain that you feel because of your faith in Christ, they are not in vain. Encourage yourself. Encourage yourself. Encourage yourself. Be encouraged because you are strengthened by his spirit. Be encouraged because in your alone moments, he is right there with you. Be encouraged because your faith must not fail. Be encouraged because prayer must boil out of your spirit. Be encouraged because all of creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Be encouraged because your God wants to shine through you. Be encouraged today. If you are listening to me for the very first time and you have not given your life to Jesus, may I throw this invitation to you. He loves you. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. If only you can put your trust in him. If only you can believe the work that he did for you and for me. The price that he paid for you and for me. You can experience his love. It is for that love that he gave Jesus for you and for me. To do this, it is very simple. It is first of all to accept that you cannot save yourself. And to pray this simple prayer. Dear Lord, I acknowledge that I cannot save myself. I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I believe that you sent Jesus to pay the price of sin on my behalf. I accept your love and the sacrifice of Jesus for my life. I believe that he died for me 
and I believe that he resurrected on the third day. And with my trust in him, I know that I also resurrect into a newness of life. I confess Jesus as Lord and Savior of my soul. Thank you, Lord, for hearing me today. Amen. I want to hear from you. Write to us and we will contact you. We will get in touch with you and to strengthen you, to, to, to help you in your Christian work. May God bless you and I will see you in the next episode. Have a good one. this message has blessed you. Do visit us at uklsi.org for more information. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you.